Life with the Girlfriends with Christine Marie and Julie. What Hello. podcast is this? What's it called? Life with the Girlfriends? Life with the Girlfriends not, with Christine not, Marie and Julie. Not Murder in the Buildings? No. Oh. Not, we could call it that. Murder <laughs> on the podcast. Murder of this podcast. Murder. It was murder. It was murder. Well, to, hear, to, to find out that Paul Judd, Paul Rudd, Rudd and Meryl Streep are going to be in the new series, yes. new episodes yes. of Murder in the Building. Murder in the apartment. Murder in the Building. Yeah. yeah. I, I love that show. Yes. I love that show. We have I don't know why I can't remember it, but I love that but show. I and I don't know why they can't produce it quick enough. Because they can't. I mean, know. like, already it's been two seasons. Yes. I, I've got... And everybody talks about how wonderful Selena Gomez is. Everybody just says she's just so lovely. So lovely to work with. Well, I think because she's had great success early on that she had that huge health scare where her like buddy donated a kidney or something like that. Well, I wouldn't or call a that a scare. No, no, yeah. I'd actually call that <laughs> an event. <laughs> a scare that led to the actual event. Uh, yeah, I, I get like... it. A scare would be like, oh, there's a ghost that you saw in the corner, but then the ghost possessed you. <laughs> Or I sat down and had dinner with and you. And I sat down, you're like, well, that's the event. So, yeah, yeah she wasn't, she didn't have a health scare. She had an yeah. actual health dinner. Yeah. Uh, you know, they came out and had food and all that good yeah. stuff. So, mm-hmm. yes. Well, it's interesting. I have, believe it or not, I have a lot to thank for Selena, Go- Selena Gomez. Really? Yes, I do. She has literally changed my life forever. Oh, forever. Tell me how. I have no idea. Okay. Just by chance. Uh, it was probably a year ago we were watching, she had this cooking show on HBO. That's right. It was all on Zoom and she would try to learn how to cook with these chefs. Right. I only saw one episode. (laughs) I remember that. And it was this French guy and he was going to teach us how to make the perfect omelet and the perfect souffle. Yes. Cheese, uh, egg and cheese souffle. Yes. yes. Now, and, and so I'm like, was he French? He was French. And, uh. So I decided to watch this half-hour episode. And in that moment, I realized I don't have to add water or eggs to my scrambled eggs, to my egg mixture, mm-hmm. which I do not do anymore. Good. And I use a really good um, herby, soft cheese yes. in my scrambled eggs and yes. omelet. And I'm yes. telling you, it has uplifted it has my eggs. changed our lives. It has changed my <laughs> life forever. I can't even stand a plain old ham and well, cheese Well, sometimes omelet. if dad makes the scrambled eggs... Yes. I can't even get them down because they are. He makes them so wet and watery. You hate that. I can't stand it. No. And and the way you used your garlic and herb cheese, yeah, it's like magnifique. It's magnifique. Magnifique. And you know, I get it at Aldi because Aldi has like a really great amount of cheese variety. Yes. However, sometimes they don't have the right cheese, and because Aldi, I don't know why, why Aldi does this. Aldi is a great place to go because especially if you just have ADD or you get overwhelmed because it's only six aisles. But 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 it's all six aisles that change frequently. That change frequently. You'll never remember them. And now here's the other part. They get things by the case. So like, let's say I want sweet and sour sauce. Well, they have a case of that. But in that exact case is duck sauce, uh Teriyaki sauce, mm-hmm. uh, sweet and sour sauce, hot and spicy and orange sauce. In other sauce. words, you might think you're buying a case of something, 
of well, one so thing. So what I'm saying is they, they they can't order the damn new case until a lot of that stuff is gone. Oh. So what happens is I go there looking for sweet and sour. Well, that's been gone for over a week now. Uh-huh. And they still got a full case of food there, but it's not the kind I want. Yeah. And so a lot of times By the time I'll it go, comes in, you've forgotten about yeah, it. Yeah. Well, no, I'll go in and I'll try and get my cheese. Mm-hmm. But everybody's already gotten there before me and they got the garlic and herb cheese mm-hmm. and I'm left with the chives or the horseradish mm-hmm. or the plain and neither one of those flies with me. Mm-hmm. So listen, it's not great, but it works. But now the other thing is I learned how to, I wanted to make a souffle. I've been dying to make a souffle. You even bought this, the little, cheese. Sou- the little souffle you bought. I bought the, the, the miniature the souffle cups. Yep. Yes. Yeah. I'm, They're I'm ready beautiful, to go. by the way. Yeah. And then what happens is this: you say to me, "Really? Do we really want to make souffle today?" I go, "Yeah, I kind of did." Are you, Julie? Really? Do you want us to kitchen up? <laughs> I go, it's, "I hate. I know. I'm. I'm. I'm sorry about that." You have. You have. You have oven blocked me many times this year. <laughs> like for my birthday, I just wanted to make Ina Gardens. Chocolate, famous chocolate cake. Yeah, seven layers or, yeah. or three layers. I or, just want to make it. I've yeah. been wanting to make it. I've been, I've been dreaming about it. Yeah. The day came at my birthday. I'm like, I want to make this cake. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you said, really? Do you want to mess the kitchen up? <laughs> Are you there for that? I mean, come on. Then you're going to have leftovers. I'm going to have this cake around. And you're like, maybe I'll just get a piece of cake. Maybe donuts will work. <laughs> But I just wanted to bake. But I know, listen, I I'm forget on your about side. that. I I'm forget on your side. That you are the baker. I'm on your side because I know that when I bake, I have a tendency to. You, have, it, it looks like apes were in the kitchen afterwards. I was going to say um, a microburst. Oh. <laughs> or, but truly, apes in the kitchen is probably a better analogy. Um, and as you say this, I have this horror memory come through. It's a real memory. It's a real memory. I, I, I'm, so, I'm so proud of this guy. He didn't hit me. I, honestly, I, he probably could have. I probably would have taken it. I was, ba- I was at, working at Jewel in the Bakery. Uh-huh. Okay. And I was doing uh, ba- decorating cakes. Uh-huh. You That's know? what your job That's was. That's what my job was. And I had seen this other cake decorator who was really cute and petite and everything looked nice. She would scrape the frosting on the side of the table to get herself a good, smooth knife blade, you know, or mm-hmm. frosting blade. Right. So I was doing that. And then the manager came by to see my cakes, the manager of the store. And he came by and he stepped close to the table and he got leaned in to look at my cake and literally got a line of frosting across his beautiful white top and pants. Oh, no. I pushed him back. He looked down. He walked away from me and walked up the steps and I heard him scream like, ah, and I thought, and I, I felt, I felt. Um, I don't even know. Should I just leave now? Should I just leave now? <laughs> no. And it's so weird because I probably, if it, I'm not saying I deserved to be hit during that. It was all an accident. Oh, no. But I would have taken it, I think. But he didn't even realize that it happened. No, I pushed him away. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> and I'm Is like, that why you think he was going to hit you because you pushed him? No, because oh. I dirtied his top. Oh, my gosh. You know, I, I'm exaggerating. I don't oh. think he would have hit me. Okay. Because he, right. he would have, you know. He just screamed. He knew what to do. He remained calm. Yeah. And went to his office. And, and then, then screamed. screamed. <laughs> and I was like, oh. The other thing that happened, I remember at Jewel, 
this is kind of weird. I had you, young lady, had told me to lie about my age to go get a job at the bakery because well, I knew you were going to be a great chef one day. What I was, I a, a, a great baker, and, and, and what you did were they give baking me? cheesecakes. Yeah, I know. At like five years old, I know. I could have just stayed in my sports, got a college, I got a got a. You should have stayed in your lane, Joe. I should have stayed in my lane. I could have done it. You got in our lane. I got in your lane. That's yeah, crazy. You should have known better. I, fuck yeah, I did not know better. Well, because really, my biggest lane is I'm a family girl. You are. Some people consider themselves a mama's girl or a daddy's girl. I'm all in on this. Years ago, we made a we made a, a soul pact, and we I'm did. all in. We did better or worse. I would say hundreds of years ago. Yes, we made a soul yes contract. So exactly. So I'm all in on this. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, um, the 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 second degree the associate manager the second in command he had asked me hey can i can here's 10 bucks can you go get me a pack of cigarettes mm-hmm. and like i'm like 17 i'm like sure <laughs> <laughs> okay in those days you couldn't buy cigarettes no not unless you're 18 now i think you i think you can be in kindergarten now no you can and you can carry an ar AR forty seven. Yeah, I don't know. Is it for- walking down the streets of uh, St. Louis, Missouri, <laughs> as a kindergartner? Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> but yes, you can't you can't show your arms. You have yeah. to. You have to. If you're a female, you can't be. Um, what do they call it? Armless. <laughs> armless. Okay. Yes. <laughs> well, you know, speaking of armless. I, I I was at the Venus de Milo. Yeah, I know. I was I was going to um, Dollar General, and there was this really sweet guy at a checkout. He had great energy, great personality. Had a mask on, but kind of like hippie-ish, but like in his early twenties. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, this guy doesn't come across like a druggie. No, you know, like I, I'm working at Dollar. No, I'm he gonna, was like, I really want to be here. Yeah, like I'm like, oh my god, this guy's really Thanks, great. Thank you for your this opportunity, sir. Yeah, very pleasant. I was like, oh, I'd come back here just to talk to this guy. Yeah, and then all of a sudden I realized that he has a baby. <laughs> I'm not laughing at him. I'm laughing with him because I no. I mean, like, because I just watched you're laughing with him. I'm sure he's not like yelling. Sorry. No, You're I doing, just remember. I, it wasn't a baby hand. It was a baby arm. And yeah, hand. the whole thing. Yeah. I mean, it was like literally a yeah. little tiny. And I remember, and I thought to myself, and the next day I watched Dead, Deadpool 2. And in Deadpool 2, two half the movie he has, or there's a scene in there, he has baby legs. Oh. And, and a baby penis uh-huh. and all that stuff. It's very odd. But he has one hand that literally looks like a child's arm. Right. And I don't notice it because he's like 6'3". Yeah. So it's very interesting. Yeah. And you're like, and this guy's just like all in and yeah. cool. Yeah. And and I'm like, you know, this yeah. is awesome. Yeah. And, and, and happy to be there. Happy to be working. Happy to make my life. He made yeah. my life happy. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, you know, and, and I didn't think anything. We'd happened. hire him. I would hire him to do FedEx. If he wanted to hire if he wanted to work for FedEx. I'd have him to do the bread run. Oh, there you <laughs> or go. Or a bread run. <laughs> so, but you, but you think about like, how did that happen? Like, how did, how, how did that 
happened? Like, where was that at? Where kids yeah. like, did you stop growing? Why would it stop growing? Right. You know, why at the age of seven, you know, the, your body could, says, it could have been hey, a gene. Huh? It could have been a gene, you know, or a chromosome yeah, or something. Something like that. But I'm curious. That might have skipped several generations. Maybe it did. And then it became dominant. <laughs> I don't know about that. Well, I don't want, that's possible. I, sure. I, in our non-medical world, that's possible. <laughs> where this became the dominant hand. Anything's possible. <laughs> yes. Now, that's exactly right. Yeah. Anything's possible. Oh, you possible. know what? That no. would be... T- and then you, he's in school and you're like, and let's like pick up the pen with your dominant hand. Yeah. And he would always know which ones. Yeah. Unless, he, wouldn't he, it be wild if his baby hand was his dominant hand? I know, because that was or his, maybe it was school. a right hand. It was, yeah. his, it, it was his right hand that was the child hand, mm-hmm. the arm, and then his left arm. So yeah. maybe he wasn't left-handed. Yeah. But also maybe in school it didn't look that bad. Right. Or not bad, but. Just different. Different. Maybe I don't know. Was, they were closer together. I, that'd be interesting. Yeah. See, I'm just curious now. Yeah. I'm like, oh, did it just stop it, growing? Is it really his? Is it really the baby arms problem, or is it the human the rest of him's problem? Oh, I that see. Outgrew the arm. That's right. That that's be, the that, That's the problem. You just gotta spin it around a little bit. Yeah. Well, I it's would, all on how you tell the story. But I know. But I would, if I was him, I'd like to tell it as like I'm only one arm down, not um, <laughs> the only one arm good. <laughs> I only have one arm good. The rest of it. That's in my mind. You know. Yeah. But yada, yada, yada. So that was, I, like I said, his energy was beautiful. Yeah. And it was totally fine. Like, yeah. It worked well. We're, we're enjoying, I still am enjoying that energy. Yeah. I'm going back you, there again. You were happy. I was happy. Yeah. And I didn't even notice until like at one point I'm like going, oh, that's interesting. Well, it was different. Yeah. Yeah. What's different this guy? Oh, he's got a baby arm. Yeah. <laughs> And then, well, because I like it when you said I'm not laughing at him, I'm laughing with him. I was like, well, I'm mostly laughing at myself because I I have then visions of weird, weird movie scenes like mm. Deadpool two, mm. you know, where he's walking around in his little baby legs and yeah. his baby, you know, mm. naked. You know, you're just like, oh, this is just too weird. But I was also, I, I had told you, like I told you about The Last of Us, how whoever yes. wrote that story about a fungus among us, yes, you know, um, they obviously heard that, this American Life story or that Freakonomic yes. story or something like so that. So many people, so many writers take their cue from This American Life. Yes, we had the same experience last night. We were watching... Um, Our favorite show. Really? It's just like being facetious. Oh, which one was it? Lone Star 911. Oh, that's not our favorite show. Animal Control. Animal Control. That, that was animal, animal Control. Yeah. First night it was on, we saw it. Yeah. It was fine. It needs to, it needs to get some... It needs to get Poor a Joel better. McHale. He just can't... He can't... I, I love him. He should have just stayed with community. Yes. Yeah. Well, Never I mean, leave it. It, it, it. You know, eventually that stuff ends. <laughs> eventually he had to graduate. Eventually he had to graduate. So anyway, uh, there was a scene there where this weasel is in a house. He, you know, the guy goes and tries to grab he it. Calls animal, animal control. Gets it. They're having a romantic dinner. The weasel runs into the fire 
place. He comes, runs back out. He's on fire. He runs under the sofa. He catches the sofa on fire. You know, it just is one thing after another, after another. And I'm like going, this scene is vaguely familiar. And I'm like, oh, I know. I I have literally heard this story on, I think, This American Life or The Moth or something. I remember hearing the specific story. Right. And I'm like, did they have to ask permission for this? Or was it just loosely based on? Right, I mean, truly, I want to know. I mean, it it was almost word for word. Like how many times they they can say, well, we don't know. You know, it was a different experience. Yeah. It was an experience that my aunt and uncle had. Yeah. And they're, you know. Exactly. They don't know. You don't know. I mean, how many electrical fires that have started in the the roof of things have been caused by squirrels? Mm. Exactly. That, you know, catch their tail on fire or they nibble through something, catch on fire and then run through the... I mean, this is kind of tragic. I don't like to, you know, talk about squirrels catching on fire. No. (laughs) Let's, well, let's move on. Yeah. I was listening to... When we found out about our puppy, Olivia. What did we find out about her? That she has to get spayed, but it's a code word. Oh, mom. Yes. Okay. Let's, you know, go, let's walk down this uh, well, rabbit no, hole Well, no, I mean, you. it's so easy to say, oh, when are you going to get your little puppy spayed? Oh, you know, when she's X amount of weeks old. Yeah. But then you, you, spayed it. Then like you hearted find out or clubbed. what it really means. <laughs> Club's not good. <laughs> you can go clubbing when she's 11. Yeah. <laughs> not on my watch. She's not going to go clubbing. <laughs> exactly. I was thinking the other club. Oh, no. By the seals, you no, know. No, yeah. no, no, no. Okay. No. Yeah, so, yes, Mom, tell me your, I no, know you've got but, your but when I But when we asked Alexa, mm-hmm. you know, I said, just define spaying for a puppy, mm-hmm. a female puppy. Mm. And she said, basically... It's a removal of the uterus and the ovaries, as in hysterectomy. Yeah. And, and then, I went, oh, you're giving my puppy a hysterectomy? Yeah. You couldn't believe it. I was shocked. Yeah. And dismayed. I just, I just thought that, I don't know really what I thought. I didn't think it was that, though. Right. I was just, that that's cruel. Yes. I mean, you know, we think about... Giving kids the hormone pills at yeah. ten, so they don't yeah. grow up. Yeah, just keep them forever. Ten year olds, right? I don't even get that part. Uh, <laughs> it's not keeping a kid ten years old. It's what does it it's, do? it's, it's only they only do that. They switch their you know sexes. Oh, then they keep them ten years old. No, no, like they get so if they get it before puberty. Then they can they have a better chance of transitioning better. Uh, you know, they give him the other sexes. Uh, oh my god, hormones! So you think that, like, like Lily or Lily, you not Lily, but Libby? Libby yeah, mm-hmm. excuse me. Is she gonna transition? No, no. Is she gonna she, get she's not very masculine her. now? No, she'll just be. What she won't do is bleed all over the carpet, <laughs> and we'll be okay with that. <laughs> Considering she, she eats our carpet, I know. But then again. She's sleeping right now in here, which is kind of cute. Yes. Um, which is great because it means she's going to be up all damn night oh, again. She's got her she's got her days and nights reversed. She really does. Yeah. She really does. But yeah, you were talking about, and I felt bad because I'm like, Mom, what did you think was going to happen? 
And I and, and you're like, I don't know, but this just seems like really major surgery. Yes, I did. Think I go, that. well, it's not. It's not major surgery. It's like they're in the hospital for a day, if that. And we pick her, pick her up, and mm-hmm. she looks. She's not. You know, she's a little little shell shocked. She's like, what happened? <laughs> Where'd I go? What what did I do? You know. But in the long run, supposedly it keeps her healthier. Mm. And do we? We're not going to have her breed, are we? Mm-mm. But you know, it's so interesting because. You were complaining, like, about the word. Me? Complain? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, it's true. Yeah, because you were saying, like, why is it called a hysterectomy? And it should be called a hersterectomy. <laughs> and then why is it menopause when it should be, like, hersopause? And I'm like... I said womanopause. Womanopause. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I get you. I get you. Because, you know, Whenever all I men- do my impression of Julie, I go, I get you. That's really, right. I get you. <laughs> well, yesterday you did an impression of me that was not very flattering. <laughs> Which one was that? Oh, you were just like you were. You said something to me like, and you were being very curt. <laughs> or then, or you were like yelling, yeah. like this is you, Julie. Nah, 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 nah. And I'm like, <laughs> I go, I don't do that. He goes, Oh yeah, you do. All you do is yell at Dad and I all day long. <laughs> I go. Only because what happens is you will tell dad something and he'll go, what? And then I will yell it at him. <laughs> and then he'll talk to you and I will say more gently, oh, mama, he said this to you. <laughs> like, oh, okay. And I'm like, yeah. I, I, and then you get mad at me because then you think Norm doesn't listen to you, but listens to me. That's, a, that's exactly right. And I'm like, no, he just does not that It's just all. a family dynamic. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It is what it is. So anyway, I I um listening to Dan Savage. And it's kind of this weird world we're living in because it seems like the outliers are getting more and more extreme. True. But Dan Savage, so I guess this was the feast of the ass recently. Hmm. What day did we celebrate <laughs> the ass? <laughs> and he was cuz I I is am it Catholic. you're talking about? I'm Catholic, but yeah. I don't remember yeah. Did, did would you celebrate the feast of the ass a lot? Um, are you talking about the ass that carried Jesus? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Now I remember. Yeah. We do celebrate. We don't. I don't think we called it. Oh, I think we did call it the feast of the ass. Yeah. So then, <laughs> <laughs> I really do. Yeah. Well, back then it was much more well, sweet. naive and sweet. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the feast of the ass. That yeah. ass. He carried our baby Jesus all the way to Bethlehem. Oh, no. He carried no. Mother Mary all the way to Bethlehem. No, but the Feast of the Ass was oh. when Jesus said, go and get me that ass. <laughs> no, he didn't say that. <laughs> and then they did. And then he took that ass and rode it all the way into that that town where, oh, you okay. know. Okay, good. So, well, for whatever reason. I should know the town, by the way, but. Okay, so I, I thought right it was now. Mother Mary and Joseph well, took, well, she, got yeah. the ass and they rode the ass June. all the way to Bethlehem. Yeah, but girlfriend, what? that would be more like by Christmas time. Yeah. But you're talking about recently, it would be more toward Easter, toward oh, okay. the crucifixion. Because he, you know, it's like Palm Sunday yeah. and okay. you know what I mean? Well, he, he also mentioned this idea. I felt that he was really misguided, Dan Savage, uh-huh. because he also said talked about the story about how um you know uh 
Was it Moses? Was it the Mormons? No, that the the, the God, I can't get get my Bible story straight to okay. this morning. Just go Let me just tell you about it. Yeah, you know, he goes. They had to the the angel came and 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 told Joseph to leave the town because so and so was wanted to kill all the. Oh, got the, it. Yeah, because yes. he would be the king of the got it. Jews. Yes. Right. Yes. What is that story? That's the story. Okay, that's the story. Now, Dan Savage's take was, yeah, but God wasn't that great because he didn't, you know, they didn't warn everybody else. <laughs> like, hey, guys, we should all get out of town because someone's going to kill our children. Now, my feeling is we don't know that didn't happen. That's right. We're not, like, listen, stories are very, we know in screenplays that people do a lot of editing. So we don't know that didn't happen. I mean, if I'm not mistaken, there's a lot of story plots from the Bible that literally are three or four verses. And exactly. we we bring this whole concept mm. in. We don't know well, the whole thing. Well, think about this, you know, like, hey, you know what? There's a there's a, you know, a hurricane coming. We suggest that people, you know, evacuate. Does everybody evacuate? No. Some people want to ride it out. Some people are like, I got stuff in my house. I don't my, know what I'm going to do. My point exactly. Yeah. So, I agree with you. That's so I so I was a little disappointed with Dan Savage not realizing like, hey, yeah. I don't know if God didn't give people dreams that right. said, Hey, better get out of town. There's some crazy ass king trying to kill right. the new king, you know? Right. And and it's like weird, right? right. We we don't know that didn't happen. Um Thank you for telling me that, though. But the other thing is I'm sorry that I missed Dan Savage in the Feast of the Ass. Now he had a very good time. He had a very good time with this, <laughs> with this concept. He's like, people, when I say right now, we must bring the feast of the ass back to our side <laughs> and enjoy that ass. And then I just got all icky inside. And I'm like, oh, man. So I find it funny that on my iTunes, I have Dan Savage, Savage Lovecast, and then I have a new Hallow app. <laughs> and I'm like... You know, hallowed be thy name. Hallowed be thy name. I so guess. So it's a, it's a Catholic app. It's a Catholic app. Oh, that's so cool. Yep, I'm. I like it. I sometimes don't like it um, because I'll. Tr- I've been looking for places to like. I like the end night prayers. Those mm-hmm. are nice. I like the prayers. Mm-hmm. What don't you like about it? Um, the I I got it for the Bible stories at night. Like play mm-hmm. this or like forty five minutes. Are long. they? Are they the sleep worthy stories or not? Well, I would thought they were, but sometimes they're very depressing oh. and very. And I'm like, oh. like when Lot's wife turns to stone. Well, just weird shit. And then I'm going, oh, I forget that I like, I like my Bible in bite sizes. <laughs> I like, I, you know, I like my faith quotes. Yeah, I like my healing quotes. <laughs> right. I like my abundant. I like God's all love. Jesus loves you. I like my Jesus as the commercial. Like Jesus knows us. You know. Dot com. He you gets know. us. Yeah, he gets us. That's it. Hey, he took it. They took it from me. I get ya. I get ya. Just like Jesus. That's what I. That's what I mimicked yesterday. Did you? Oh, you mimicked Jesus. No, I get. I get ya. I get ya. You mimic me. Yeah. Mimic, mimic, mimicking yeah. Jesus. Jesus, there yeah. you go. Uh, I get you. He gets us. That's right. So, so I thought that was. I uh, literally almost lost my cookies, though. But then I was listening to Dan Savage and this girl. She almost. I, I almost feel that people are calling into his show to get some weird reaction. Mm-hmm. So she calls up and it's recorded, and she's talking about how, you know, Dan, it's been a while since I've had sex, and. You know, I'm okay with it. I'm kind of like on the lower end of my sex drive and mm-hmm. so forth. And 
and um, I moved away from my town, so I don't have a lot of people I could talk to about this or do this. Mm-hmm. And then I've just had this big desire to have a gangbang. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you've gone to like no sex uh-huh. to like a gangbang. <clears throat> and I'm just like, okay. I call BS on that. I am Natasha Leone yes. from Poker Face, and I'm <clears throat> calling BS. You are the Poker Face. I am the I am the po- I can read your Poker Face, and I'm saying BS. No one goes from no sex to gangbang, and to want to know the exact way of how to make this happen. And um, that's what she wanted. She goes like, "Yeah, how can I legitimately have a gangbang in a very loving way?" I'm like, I thought the whole point of a gangbang was not a loving way. Yeah. It was like, you know, and maybe I'm I think it's the definition. You wouldn't call it a gangbang if it's in a loving way. Well, I also thought this. Now, I don't know if this is true. I have, I'm not a big porn aficionado. I've seen some porn. Yeah, but your brother is. Yes. Oh, no, wait. We can't say that. No, he's... That's a joke. (laughs) (laughs) No, he's not. My parents are. Yes, they are. (laughs) But more of a novelty, right? No one... I think there are very few women who just want to like watch porn all day. Like, oh, this is... What's the point? (laughs) What's the point? But in my mind, a gangbang is a girl laying on her back and then just guys... Like lined up, <laughs> and and those guys are all German. Oh, I don't know about that, but oh, sure, yeah. why not? For sure, for sure. You know, and one of them is you know is uh, I want to say Jeremy Irons, but it's not Jeremy Irons. What? It's uh, uh, who's the the guy who's in prison now? Who was the king of porn? That guy that killed himself? No, he didn't kill himself. Oh, who's the king? Oh, are you talking about um that magazine? He was in a magazine. Oh. The the, kid, the porn star that has a really long schlong. Jeremy, um, not Iris. Is it, is it Jeremy? Ron Jeremy. Ron Jeremy. Yeah. I knew Jeremy was right. <laughs> I, I, I was giving you. A, Ron Jeremy's in prison? Yeah, I think he's in prison. Oh, my God. For? Alexa, is Ron Jeremy in prison? According to an Alexa Answers contributor, mm-hmm. Ron Jeremy is in the county jail. Yes. Oh. Okay, so Ron Jeremy is in California jail waiting for a mental health evaluation while his trial is on hold. I'm like, dang, he doesn't even have... What happened to him? He was arrested for rape. No. Yeah. When he can get it for free, it, that's the movies, ridiculous. I don't know. It just seems a little a little wonky. Yeah. But, he, but, but basically, who wants to do Ron Jeremy anymore? Yeah. I think that was, and I'm sure like these new porn stars are like going, I got to have something around Jeremy. Yeah. I don't want to have something around Jeremy. And no. you're like, well, because that's, this is acting. I agree to have a, a really good manicure. Yeah. And have my hair done with extensions, but I will not do around Jeremy. Well, and I, I understand that because at some point he's 70 years old. I mean, I'm, I don't get, you know. Yeah, at some he point, might be older. You're like. Yeah, you just guys don't want to think this, but you you do outgrow it. Yeah, you outgrow young girls. They don't want to like you're old. You're my grandpa age. I don't want to sex. sex. Some yeah. do. Right. Some do. You know. I mean, uh, who's the girl? Uh, well, today they just were talking on uh, the news about what were they talking this about? woman who sued uh, Roger Ailes in 2012 that head of Fox for um, sexual harassment. I mean, she was a young woman 
and she had to do her job. But then yeah. at night, he sexually abused her, basically. And uh, she settled for like 3 or $4 million at that time. And then right now, there's a, in uh, New York, there's a uh, window that's been open. They call it a window, uh-huh. a judicial window. And uh, anybody can come through that window that even has had a previous, um, you know, where they've taken money previously uh-huh. and, and think that that wasn't really fair based on today's evaluation oh. and can come through that window. <laughs> and she's coming through that vin- window. And, you know, Megan, yeah. all those other women, you know, yeah. al- had already settled. Yeah. But they're all walking through the window, too. Oh. Okay, now I don't know. That just seems like no. You, I'd walk through that window. Well, I'm not saying you'd be a fool not to. Yeah, you know, you'd be a fool not to walk through. I'm not. I'm just saying, it doesn't seem fair. You know. Well, well, I mean, like, no. I mean, we 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 have a justice system that once you've agreed to something and you've signed the paperwork yeah. and you moved on, yeah. then it's like you know. But then when the window opens, but it's just for a brief time. Well, a lot of times, if you well, think what happens if you open a window in your house. You don't know if a bird's going to come through. No, I know that. Or some bugs will. Yeah. Well, that's... Or the fresh air comes through, sweetie. That's true. It could It could be a fresh Well, very, start. very interesting. Yeah. Just as an aside. Yeah. Just a, just on a side note. Very interesting. Can hmm. I talk a little bit about... Um, talk I don't know what you, you want. Have, well, I just want to... You know, since we're talking about, um, you know, things about Dan Savage... This was not on Dan Sandwich, but I did hear this this week. Was what um, a thing called slapping, and it's from the Mormons, mm. Book of Mormons. Yes, and what they do when they have sex. Okay, and see, true Mormons are not allowed to. You can penetrate, but you can't do emotion in the ocean, so to speak. Oh, okay, got it. So, but but they've you know. There's ways to go around it. That's mm. that's the thing. Is it the spirit of the law or is it the letter? So they're honoring the letter of the law, but they're breaking the spirit of the law, my yeah. feeling is. And so they hire, um, well, let's say you have your, your relationship on the bed. Mm-hmm. And so let's say you've penetrated the woman, but you're not allowed to have any motion. They hire young bed jumpers. Now, I'm not sure... How old? There's a window. Yeah, you can't be like any younger than sixteen, but I think you can't be any older than twenty-one. So for five years, you can be. Are they? I guess you get hired as a bed jumper. Okay, and you get. You know, you. I mean, like a lot of people say, it's better to have bunk beds, uh-huh. and then the couple be on the top, and then the guy just be on the bottom, laying. On his back. So what about it, this? Okay, I get what you're you saying. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I think this is just so stupid, but I get what you're saying. But I'm so telling you, can, you. So a guy can penetrate a woman, a girl. Correct. They're not literally considering if they just like like mannequins. They're frozen in time. Yes. But a guy below them yeah. or next to him can jump on the bed. Yeah. And so, but like, why not then just like literally... 
I don't know. Get a vibrating bed. Yes. They used to have them back in the day. Remember those? Yeah. Magic put a quarter thing? in. Put a quarter in, the bed would, the bed yeah. would vibrate. Yeah. We used to love those. They were at we Motel went 6. Only, we would only go to hotels. We would think we'd hit the jackpot, jackpot. Yeah. when we come into a hotel room yeah. and there would be a quarter machine that, next we to the would, bed. We would, we would do that rather than have pizza. I I don't know about I wouldn't go that far. I think because we felt we could afford the pizza and the quarter, we're okay. Uh, yeah, but don't what happened to those beds? I don't know. But the weird part is, is that being a kid, I mean, maybe a squirrel ran under it, caught on fire, and burnt all the. I don't know. I think if I was going to go Verbo and create my own Verbo place, yeah, I'd go retro seventies. Oh, and I'd go. Magic fingers. Magic finger bed. Yeah. You know, with a quarter machine. <laughs> you know. I can assure you that there's been some magic, magic, magic finger fingers. Beds. Oh, God. <laughs> this is so gross. Well, this is the thing. So, okay. So, okay. So, the more it's just known to the kids that there's penetrations allowed, but you, can, you can't move. Right. Which just seems so stupid. Yeah. They're like, what was, what, the, was the point? what was the thing like, well, are you allowed to pull out? And the answer is, eventually. Mm. <laughs> well, yes. So, Bob's, it's a good story, what you're used to saying. So, you know, Dr. Ruth one time had to explain to a young kid, because the kid called up saying, hey, my girlfriend and I, we don't use birth control. I, I don't, don't use, use a condom. And we've been having sex for like three years. Do you think that, you know, one of us can't have kids, you know, because we're not pregnant. And and I'm like, dude, it sounds like, you know, you don't, you don't care. Like, and then she goes, well, do you pull out? Mm-hmm. And he goes, his answer was, <laughs> eventually. eventually. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, he's not getting it. And I got to smoke a cigarette. <laughs> eventually. I got to go to work and get some sleep. I can't. She's not promised to be attached to me forever. So yeah, she doesn't. So just so we're clear, in case someone of tender age is listening, mm-hmm. and they want to be a bed jumper, or they, they pulling out really means before you pull out, before you ejaculate, right? Because if you pull out after ejaculation, yeah. don't count. No, it don't count for being birth control. Right. It barely it, counts. It doesn't really count for being. No. Yeah. No, it barely doesn't. Because yeah. let me tell you something. Just, you know, some sneak yeah. out. Yeah. You know. I, I don't, I really don't know who, who perpetrated that lie though. Oh, I don't know either. Probably the Catholic church. <laughs> <laughs> that pulling out is acceptable. Yes. Because oh. they want to have more Catholic kids. <laughs> so yeah. That is just the, the, the oldest, oldest myth. They I'm don't want kidding. Catholic kids. No, I'm kidding. Oh they, yeah, they I'm like okay, yeah. But nowadays we're we're smarter and dumber at the exact same time. Yes. Well, it's weird because, in one hand, you feel like kids are having more and more sex, right? Mm-hmm. But they were saying that thirty percent of men in Japan under the age of thirty mm-hmm. have never had sex. Mm-hmm. And what do they say on the other end? <laughs> They said, hello, hand. <laughs> a little hand. <laughs> they little saying? hand. Now they're saying, does sex with my hand count? <laughs> <laughs> See, with Dan Savage, though, he would consider everything sex. That's right. He does. He says, open up your definition of sex, and then you'd have sex a lot earlier. Yeah. Or you'd have sex. Or more. Or more often. Yeah. 
I'm like, I like that idea. Because when I realized that... um, That Q-tip in your ear? Felt so good. I swear (laughs) to God. It's like one of the best feelings in the world. And you're like... And Done. you know what? Had and sex last I'll night. I'll tell you what. And because it tells you not to do it, I yeah. enjoy it more. Yeah. No. Do not let this Q-tip, Q-tip inside, inside your, your ear. D- this Q-tip is not for penetration. Yeah. Like, uh, uh-huh. Bullshit. Really? Yeah. I promise to pull out. <laughs> <laughs> it's for penetration. And now, and gonna, the, with the COVID test, yeah. it's got that long Q-tip. <laughs> And I'm like, where can I shove this thing at? How deep can this go in my... And all the way out. All the way all through. All the way out. And it, I might feel really good. Like, what? That feels really good. So, yeah. Man, life's getting so crazy. Yeah. So confusing. So crazy. But what you going to do? It's kind of fun. <laughs> well, it was interesting because I was talking to Quinn the other day. And she was talking about... We were just talking about life in general. And... I was talking about how I was I was concerned, not concerned, like, okay, so you guys know that mom and dad, my mom and dad had me unexpected. I was not planned. These 19-year-old kids did not plan to have me. But we wanted you. But you wanted me. Yes. I was wanted, just not expected. <laughs> it was like a surprise gift. Yes. You know, yes. I get you. Okay, so anyway. I get you. And then I was I thinking like, Oh my God, what if plan B was around at that time Mm -hmm. and, or the uh, abortion pills that you can just order online and take. questions to me. And I go, my God, would you have taken them? Right. Because at that moment, like a day after you had sex with dad and, and I was just literally a potential cell. You know, what would have happened? You would have said, well, let's take the plan B pill. (laughs) Because what did I say to you this morning? I said, when I first understood the definition of going Dutch. Yes. I was like, wait, what? Yes. I think I was probably 13 or 14 years old, just kind of starting the dating world. Yes. And, uh, And learned the definition of Dutch, which meant that boys... And girls share the bill. Yes. And, and I was like, this can't be possible. This, cannot, this is not right. This is not Wait right. Wait a minute. I am, the, I am a princess. They're supposed to pay for exactly. me. And I'm supposed to tell them no kisses on the first date. Yeah. We got this whole thing worked out. I'm a good girl. And I deserve to be taken care of. Yeah. And then somehow it got worse because dad didn't have a pot well, to piss in. I, I, and then when I met your, your father, yeah. how yeah. I met your father, he was the first first man I ever dated that I had to dip into my wallet. Yeah. And then like it was really only a week or two later that I was like footing the bill. Because <laughs> I was the one that had the job. And he was like, and I should have, and what did you say to me? You said, this should have been a sign, mom. Yeah, you should have knocked that shit off early on. Yeah. And then I just thought there had to be some energetic cosmic plan in place. Yes. Had to be. It had to be. But if it happened now and you found out, you're like, oh, wait a minute. We had sex and didn't use a condom? We had, or or maybe I should do plan B. Or maybe I should order those online abortion pills. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, 50-something years but I later. I was a Catholic girl, though. Yes. It's better... It was a, in terms of um, sins, yes. it was a better sin to be pregnant than to have an abortion. Yeah, I don't know that to be true. Oh, it was. 
I know, no, I, I know energetically it's true mm-hmm. for them. But, oh, yeah. But church, I don't I mean. know if your parents, like, if your parents would have been, I, at one point, like, maybe you should cross the border and take care of this. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. My mom was never a fan of me being pregnant. No, she never was. <laughs> she wasn't a fan of you having having me either. I mean, like, yeah, <laughs> only... I mean, we, we worked it out. Her and I did. You know, we had a, a reasonable relationship. You know, <laughs> I loved her. I, I cared for her. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And uh, she became less mean as she got older. So so going Dutch is pretty wild. Yeah. Okay. And uh, but then I but then this week I learned the definition of Dutch oven. Well, I don't know what that one is. A Dutch oven is when you're you're in bed with your lover uh-huh. and. He farts mm. and then he puts the covers over your head real quick. Oh Jesus! Yes. Yeah. I think it's just like it's just the Dutch way of doing things. Yeah. I don't know. You're not a fan of the Dutch anywhere. Yeah. Not a fan of the Dutch anywhere. Yeah. So anyway, I was talking. That's what about- I was saying too. Like, and now I changed my mind. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna do a gang bang, yeah, don't do Germans. Yeah. Do the Dutch. Okay. I'm just like saying. You're just saying. <laughs> but then I don't know because if it, I think with the Germans they at least would leave you a tip, you know. <laughs> Do you think so? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But I'll tell you what. Don't go near the German ovens. That's not a good... <laughs> I'm telling you right now. If history stay dictates... Stay away from st- the German Stay ovens. away from German ovens. That's not a good look anywhere. But anyway, so I was talking to Quinn. And we were saying... you know, we're talking, I was telling her. We were talking about life. And, and she was saying, like, you know, if I wasn't born, I would be okay. Yeah. I would have been okay. But that's just how my brain is because I kind of have, she was saying suicidal tendencies. Mm-hmm. Like, I wish I wasn't born kind of tendencies. Mm-hmm. And because she's also um, an atheist mm-hmm. and she's also not very happy and she's also stoned a lot. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I get it because, like, oh, what's the point? Like, well, you know, whether I'm here and or there. Can I, can I, pe- people would not agree with me, but I think she's super woke. Yes. And I think that sort of makes you really. Hate everything. Unhappy. At yeah, the very unhappy. End There's of it. no joy anywhere. There's no rainbow. Well, and so yes, because all you can she, fly it all you want. All you see is life no through rainbow. horrors. Yes. And so then when I was talking to her, I go, I kind of like being alive. I kind of like now. I mean, there have been times in my life where it's like, oh gosh, and even now I have those days. But like, I know there's an eclipse coming again that I can go see. I'm looking forward to that. You know, I. What I, year is that, Jules? A couple years away. I'm going well, down south again to see the, the eclipse. It is worth south. the ride. Yeah. So there's things that are happening. I'm just like, oh, you know, I'm kind of kind of happy. I'm like, I'm kind of, I'm detached enough from my future, and I know I will die, that I might as well just play this life out. You know, I'm kind of happy about yeah. it. But then you got other people who are like, everything is horrible. Mm-hmm. Don't want to be born. You know, yada, yada, yada. So I, I've been thinking, kind of playing those thoughts about, you know, it's just very interesting to me because um, I was in Joe Rogan and he had on this woman comedian. She's kind of fine. She talks like this. I don't can't remember her name, but she's the one that would put naked pictures of herself online so that nobody else would. You know? Oh yes, I can't think. I of don't her know name. her name either. Really. She's really funny, but she had a kid now, and the kid's like ten months old, something mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. and. She sees things a little bit differently now. Of course you do, yeah. You know? And they were talking about this idea of sex workers. Like, and Dan Savage, we have, he talks about, you should be allowed to be a sex worker. Right. Get paid for what you want to get paid for. Mm -hmm. 
But I'm like, wait a minute, but the other side of that is sex trafficking, right? You know, you got guys capturing girls, putting them in dungeons and have, making, you know, forcing yes. them to have sex. Yes. You know, and you go, wait a minute, it, you know, what is it? Is it, which one is it? And I guess it's all, it's like there's good sex traffickers, good, or there's good sex working jobs. And then there's shitty sex working jobs. It's just like trucking, really. Yeah, I know. <laughs> just like trucking. <laughs> for sure. For no, we sure. really shouldn't say that. But No, because we're in it to win it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was thinking about the poor sex traffic. Oh, no, but I because she was saying that that every that people were like, Hey, you didn't don't use the word prostitution, use the word sex workers. Yeah. And then she brought up a point. She goes I think it's okay to do that if you say to your daughters, hey, here's some of the options you have growing up. You mm-hmm. can be a doctor, a lawyer, a president, a sex worker. <laughs> if you can slide that in there <laughs> without giggling mm-hmm. or, or having your soul crushed. As a legitimate option. A legitimate option. <laughs> a pole dancer. Yeah. A pole dancer. <laughs> A sex worker, <laughs> a fluffer, <laughs> you know, a porn star. Yeah. If you could just slide those in there without your soul crushing a little bit, yeah. then we're okay. So, but to hear the thing, like I have, I think women should do what they need to do and their bodies are there. But, but yeah. I'm, I'm thinking. They usually try to do that. And then something happens. And then you end up no teeth. That's right. That's not good. Yeah. Well, it was interesting because I was listening to another podcast because, <laughs> I, you know me now, I'm not watching TV when I'm sleeping or trying, mm-hmm. so I'm listening to podcasts and I'll wake up in the middle of the night with my dog licking me and I'm like, oh God, okay, what's going on? What's going on? And then I'm like, oh, I'm I'm engaged enough to a podcast for another mm-hmm. five or 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was listening to the Joe Rogan interviewing the author of Gray Man. He writes, I guess he says like 11 books. Mm-hmm. And- he was kind of a fascinating podcast. He's mm-hmm. a normal dude, but what I liked about it, he's like 56 right now, mm. and I think, so he came late in life, mm. and he now writes Grisham books. No. Who, that other guy. What other guy? That other guy. Not, not the- I know, I know. No? Uh, not the one that has, not the one that does the commercials. Oh, who is it then? Uh, kind of like the Grisham or um, who did Jurassic Park? Is that a Grisham novel? Oh, but that guy's dead. Yeah, the guy who's dead. Oh, okay. Him. He writes for a guy who's dead. Oh, got it. And um, he's a ghost writer. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is. He's 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 a ghost writer. Bada boom. <laughs> he, well, but it, what's interesting is that he talks about how the moment he gets a contract for his next book. They've already put a button on Amazon to pre-buy it. And he goes, so he goes, I have to finish it because people are already buying it before. Oh my God. I mean, that's what, that's what they do. And I, so How I does have, he get into the mind of that guy? And so what happens is this, he wakes up, he goes, and he I have to, st- or? no, I don't know about that. Oh no, this is for his own book. Oh, okay. Um, and possibly for that guy's book too, but this is for, he goes, and I, I have to get at least 1,200 words down a day. Yeah. And I thought, we did that yesterday with yeah. Chan, with Padre Pio. Yes. And so I don't know if Padre Pio be, would bless this podcast. <laughs> we've kind of run the gamut on what we've been talking about yeah. lately. I think he would bless it. Yeah, because the one thing that Padre Pio is all about with channeling is like, well, first of all, discipline. 
and joy. Mm -hmm. And this is what that guy was talking about. He goes, the older I've gotten, I have more discipline, but I have less focus. He goes, there were times when I was in my 30s, I could literally just write Eight, right. 10 hours right, right in a row. Yeah. I can't do that anymore. I go, I've literally lost my focus mm-hmm. for that kind of, but what I do is I, you know, I wake up at five from five to six 30. I work out. Then I go in from six 30 or seven to noon. Mm-hmm. And then from noon, I'm done. Beautiful. I don't, I don't right after Beautiful. noon. Yeah. And I thought, see, we, we need to get in that kind of habit. That's exactly right. We do. I would love that. Yes. Honestly, I would love that. And so we have to just claim it. Yes. You and I are going to claim it. We're going to do this yes. starting Monday. And we can, <laughs> we can, we can pre-sell our Padre Pio book. 100%. I think it would be awesome. Yeah. You know, and so here we are. Um, <clears throat> you know, I, I, I don't know. Because like, here I am talking to you, having a good time. I've laughed today. I needed to laugh today. It's a Friday. Yes. You need to have, um, someone describe me as irreverent. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think so too, Joy. Do you mean irreverent? irreverent? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> kind, loving, and irreverent. Um, and I think it means what does that mean? Reverent means you have love for everything. No, you know? irreverent means that you can make fun of a lot of stuff. I can make fun without, of a lot of stuff. You know, it's like seeing the irony in things. Yes. And think, joking about it, having a, a laugh about it, like a good chuckle. Because I think life deep down is hysterical. Hysterical. It's a chuckle. And it should be hysterical, but it's hysterical. I don't understand that. I don't either. It should be hysterical. It really should. I would appreciate that more. Yeah, we, we have no problem calling it herstory. No, I know. We're, we're going to get there. Do you believe her or him? I believe uh, it her story. I don't know. <laughs> so, but I, what I hope history for... history repeats itself. I hope that we broaden the definition of sex. It's so, our job. So that we can all enjoy more of it. It's a mission. It's a mission of yes. mine. We're going to sell Q-tips that come over from China. <laughs> we can't How long is Q-tips. your Q-tip? Yes. <laughs> my Q-tip is six inches. <laughs> Aww. I know. That's how deep my ear canal is. It feels so good. <laughs> well, really, I think the COVID ca- are only like three or four inches long. Yeah. I don't know. Those but, COVID ones? Yeah. Those are pretty... Well... They're pretty long, actually. They're pretty long, yeah. yeah. They look like they're six inches. Yeah. Which, I don't get it. And they go up your nose. I don't know what they're for. Yeah. I mean, I they do go up your nose, girlfriend. <laughs> I do know what the... <laughs> <laughs> what do I do with this? <laughs> I, I try. I put it in my ear, and it tests negative all the time. <laughs> I guess I don't have COVID. No, that's not where it goes. It yeah. goes up your nose, yeah. five times around on one nostril, five times around the other nostril. And that's how you properly do that's right. a COVID test. That's right. So, girlfriend, how was the show today? Oh, my God. It's already over. Yeah. Uh, it was, you know what? I'm going to dedicate this show to the Dutch today. Hello, Dutch. And I'm going to say, it was great. It was great. And by the way, I'm not going Dutch with you for lunch. You're paying. Okay, I will. All right. It was great. Bye. It was great. 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 